Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. Hey there, I'm super excited about today's topic. It is all things boundaries. And I've touched on it in a number of different ways, but I've never just dedicated an entire episode to really give you guys some food for thought on boundaries as it relates to your time specifically. Because when we learn how to put the right boundaries in place around our task list, our calendar, everything, that decreases overwhelm, it increases our productivity, and it also really decreases some underlying resentments and frustrations as well. So let's go ahead and dive in here on this topic of boundaries today. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. Just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. All right, you guys ready to get down and dirty with boundaries. So the inspiration behind why I wanted to have this conversation here today is because of a book I just finished reading. I've read all of her books before. It is by Jen Sincero. She's the one who writes a series of books all titled around something badass. So this is her newer one called Badass Habits, Cultivate the Awareness, Boundaries, and Daily Upgrades You Need to Make Them Stick. I actually downloaded it on Audible, and I was listening to it one morning on a run, and it was the chapter that she really dove into on boundaries, and it was so good. I'm like, I need to go back and like see this. So I went home that day and actually ordered the physical book for it, and I've already reread it. Now, I listened to it on Audible. Now, I've reread the whole book. I've got it completely earmarked, highlighted, etc., but I really, really loved her chapter on boundaries. 
And I listened to it thinking about it, you know, as a whole, but then I really, really zeroed in again, thinking about how this relates to time management. Because one of the things you guys know I'm passionate about is helping people learn how to control their calendar, manage their time to be able to skyrocket their productivity. Well, when it comes to really controlling our calendar, what we can control of it, that is, it requires a ton of boundaries. Now, for a lot of people, when they hear the word boundaries, it kind of gives this negative feeling, right? You think of it as like this keeping people out, I'm going to build a fence or, you know, it, it has this kind of harsh, edgy, uncomfortable feel to it. But what I want you to understand by the end of this episode here today is that boundaries are actually some of the most loving things that you can put in place for yourself and for all of your loved ones, friends, family, and everything. So a quote from her book, she says, personal boundaries define where you end and the outside world begins. I love that. I'm going to repeat it. Personal boundaries define where you end and the outside world begins. So let's think about that when it comes to our time. The personal boundaries that you choose, because this is your choice to set on your time, is when you are in the driver's seat when you are intentional, you are proactive. So when you've got boundaries around your time where you're in a position where you can say, you know what, I can't do that right now, or maybe it's even I'm not going to do that ever, instead of constantly reacting, doing what's in front of you, saying yes to everything, constantly doing for others, this is what leads you to being exhausted tired. And at the end of the day, you're like, I am, I am strung out. I feel like I was on the go all day long, but you feel like you've gotten nothing done. Well, chances are you didn't have any boundaries around your time. You weren't in a place where you felt comfortable saying whether to a physical other human or even to yourself, no, I'm not going to do that right now. Now, the way Jen breaks down this concept of boundaries in her book, I really liked it. And she narrowed it down to three core types. So it's either your issue with boundaries is there's way too many yeses. You are the yes man or woman. You say yes to absolutely everything. On the flip side, you say no to everything. You've got boundaries around, you're not letting anything in. So there's the yeses where everything's flooding in. Then there's the nope and nothing's coming in. So now you're missing out on stuff. Or, and I thought this was an interesting one. I'd never thought about it. She calls it too controlly, where we are so busy trying to fix and control others and all the external stuff because we don't actually want to turn the mirror inward and work on ourselves. So I want to really tackle the first two here around when we think about our time, which is the too many yeses or too many no's. So let's first talk about that boundary around all the yeses and really think about it. What do you say yes to? Ask yourself, anytime you are asked to do something, what percentage of the time do you say yes? What percentage of the time do you say no? And when you're saying yes, why are you saying yes? Really think about it. Is it because you don't want to look bad? You don't want to look like you're not pulling your weight? 
You don't want to upset somebody or maybe it's uh, oh, I'll just do it because then it'll get done better faster. You know, it's maybe there is that controlling aspect of it, right? This literally almost happened to me just this morning. I was asked to uh, serve on the board of an organization I really like, and I want to, like my heart of hearts is like, yes, because I know there, there are certain aspects that I could add some great value to. I love the organization and I want to. And I also want that organization to want me to be a part of it, right? It's validating. But when I pause my rules, I never say yes like right out of the gate because otherwise I will yes everything. When I look at this year and the year that we're in right now with the level of uncertainty that we have, particularly around my time as it relates to, will we go back to full-time virtual school? Will there be summer camps available? I don't know. I don't know. And so in this moment, even though I want to say yes, I actually caught myself to say now is not a good time. I'm not saying no forever, but I I had the respect of knowing this would be something that while the work itself would be very enjoyable, the amount of stress and overwhelm and extra that it would put on me right now is not a great fit. So I really want you thinking about when you're when you're about to say yes to something, why are you doing it? And are you sacrificing yourself in a way that's not good just to make and help others? Now, the second here with the too many no's, I had to think on this one. And I was like, okay, how do I know anybody? And yes, I do. Uh, one of my loved ones is someone that is an instinctively no to everything. And there are times when I too really struggle with the no. So when you think about no, when it comes to boundaries, here's what I want you to be thinking about here. Are you someone that says no to a lot of things? Maybe because you're afraid. You're afraid to say yes to something because you don't want to look bad. You don't want to look weak. You don't want to throw your, put yourself out there for fear of then maybe looking like a failure. Now, there are a million things that we should be saying no to, right? Back to that first example. But you need to understand what is the reason for your no. Is the reason for your no because you're putting a boundary on your time and you know this is not a good choice? Or is your gut going, God, I kind of want to do that, but I'm going to say no because I'm afraid of how I might look. Now, I had a perfect example of this again just this morning. So today was a great day to record this. As many of you know, I, I tend to run early in the mornings. It's dark outside. I like to listen to podcasts when I run. And this morning, I was like way in depth on this amazing one and hit a uneven part on the sidewalk And I went down like hard, hard, like knees right on the concrete. And it's one of those as I was going down, it's like, no, and you knew it was going to happen. You knew it was going to hurt. So make a long story short, I I was about a mile away from my house. So I'm trying to figure out how the heck I'm going to get home because I'm barely walking at this point. I look like a hot mess. And as random cars pass, you know, I would stop and act like I was fixing my shoe or something. And because, and I almost pulled out my phone to to call my husband, but then I talked myself out of it. Oh, I don't want to bother him. He's still sleeping. And then if he gets up, that'll wake up our daughter. And so I start saying no to a lot of things because I struggle with asking for help. That is something I, I really battle. Well, long story short, police officer happened to be driving by, kind of slowed down. I tried to make, you know, look casual, fixing the shoe, whatever. 
Anyway, he wasn't buying it, (laughs) backed up, asked if I needed help. And guess what I said? Nope, I'm fine. That that's a problem I have with boundaries. I instinctively say no whenever anyone is offering me help because I feel like I'm putting others out and maybe I don't like looking weak and I don't like looking like I'm not capable. But thankfully, he asked a second time and pointed out the fact I really didn't look fine. And I said, you know what? I could use some help. And delightful officer drove me home. So think about where you may instinctively always say no but your no is not for a good reason. I don't have healthy boundaries around asking for help. Like those are boundaries I need to pull down instead of put up. So boundaries just aren't about, you know, building your own boundaries. It might be tearing some down as well. Now, a lot of people will, you know, when we have this conversation around boundaries, they're like, well, I just feel so bad because it feels selfish to say no. Kind of like this morning, how I had to say no to this volunteer opportunity that would be amazing. And I struggled with that as well. This sense of, oh, I feel like I'm being selfish with my time by saying no. But you need to understand if saying no to something allows you to better serve yourself, that puts you in a position to better serve everyone. Yes, I could have said yes to that one thing and I could have served in that capacity, but I know, first of all, I wouldn't been able to have given all of what I would want to to that role. And then secondly, the time and energy that would be spent in that would be taking away from other things that are at this point in my life more important. So it actually wouldn't have served anyone well for me to go into that role because I would have been stepping into it already from a place of like, oh my God, how am I going to get this in? That's not helpful for anyone, right? We get so caught up in being afraid how others will react and so worried about what they are going to think that we put our expectations on their reaction in a place of greater importance than ourselves. Here is what you have got to learn to embrace. And yes, I am still on this journey myself. So I'm talking to myself here too. Having boundaries is having self-love. Boundaries is not about not liking other people. And yet we've confused it in our heads by saying, when I say no to this, that's me not being helpful to them. It's not about them. It is about you and about the best way that you can serve yourself so that you can serve others. I have a dear friend who like rocks her boundaries. She is so good at it. And she will tell me no often, or she will set expectations with me around her boundaries. And friends, I love it. I love knowing where I stand. If I give her a call and she answers right out of the gate, hey, Megan, I've only got about 10 minutes. Like, fantastic. Let me cut to the chase. Instead, I might have rambled for 10 minutes getting caught up on something. And then all of a sudden she's like, I got to go. And then I didn't get you know what I wanted to get done. Or I would have hated to have known that she really needed to be doing something. And here I was taking up her time, not recognizing that now wasn't the, the, the best time for her. And she, she sets boundaries in every single aspect of her life. 
I don't feel not important or not valued or anything. I know exactly where I stand with her at all times in a loving, wonderful way. And every time I feel weird stepping into that space, I remind myself of her. And I'm like, I love it when she does that with me. It feels great. Now, when you are new to, you know, if you've particularly if you've been a yes person for a really, really long time, and now you're starting to create those boundaries where you're you're learning to say, that's not good for me right now, or that's not gonna fit. Yeah, is it gonna rattle some cages a little bit? Of course. Guys, people don't like change. And particularly if you have yes, and I was guilty of this, I'm still working on it with family where maybe you've done so much for them that now all of a sudden you're stepping back and saying, no, you can do that yourself. Of course, they aren't going to like it, particularly if we're talking about kids here, right? What kid doesn't like being served in certain areas, but is it worth the rattling of the cages for a day, a two, a week, or maybe even a month? For you to learn how to practice self-love and get those boundaries in place, absolutely. Because the better I get at defining them, communicating them, and owning them, the happier I become. And the happier I become, then it's a win-win for everybody. Think about it. Who would you rather spend time with? Somebody who is running around like a chicken with their head cut off, devoting every minute of their day to handling things for others, to saying yes for everything. And you can tell under the surface that they're just kind of irritated or maybe a little resentful. Or would you rather be connected and, and hanging out with and having people in your life that maybe they're not doing all of those things, but the time that you get with them, they are fully present. They are relaxed. They are happy you feel like it is a win-win for you to be spending time together. I know for me, I would much rather be that person and I would much rather spend time with other people who are that person. That was bad grammar as well. So I hope that this just gives you a different way of thinking about protecting your time. I always say guard your yeses. Remember every single time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Because in every minute of every day, you have choices of how you're spending that time, right? And you get to be in the driver's seat of that. And learning how to establish those boundaries from a place of self-love instead of worrying about upsetting others is a life-changing, game-changing experience. So I would love to hear what boundaries you are going to start thinking about putting in place when it comes to your time. Now in her book, Jen Sincero shares examples of boundaries, you know, all over the place in our life, not just about time. Um, And it was a real eye opener to me while I've gotten really getting much better about boundaries with my time. I still have a lot of work to do in other areas of my life uh, where maybe I, I am not establishing the best boundaries that I could. So I'd love to hear what boundaries you are going to be working on. And I will see you guys all back here next week. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. 
If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.